Good afternoon. Thanks so much for being with us today. Lots to get to. As mentioned, the mayor of Vancouver is speaking this half hour. We will bring that to you live. Expected to speak around 12.15 today. That is Vancouver's continued response to COVID-19. We'll see what he has to say. Also coming up on the program, an employment lawyer, Lior Samfiru, is going to join us with any questions about CERB. So if you have questions, email them to me, jill at cknw.com, and I will be able to ask the uh, ask Lior about that. Uh, he is great at breaking it down and uh, trying to help people navigate through some of the confusion that uh, takes place uh, when trying to access that funding. But we start the show today with something you've been hearing on the news, National Takeout Day. And joining me to talk a bit more about this is Ian Tostenson, CEO of the BC Restaurant and Food Association. Ian, thank you so much for being with us. Hi, Jill. Thanks for having me on. Well, I know it's uh, one of the areas, one of the sectors that is the hardest hit uh, given the pandemic and the closure of businesses. But there seems to be some controversy or some debate over whether or not this is a good idea to try and focus all of the takeout onto one day. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think that, you know, we could, uh, um, wouldn't it be great to have a lineup uh, and just kind of crash because I think that just shows people's love for restaurants, maybe. I view this as we should be taking out every day but this is a national initiative, and it's got some cool features to it. There's a concert on Facebook, uh, Kitchen Party Home Edition at 5 p.m. with, uh, I think, Tom Cochran's on there and Barney Dental and a few athletes. So it is a way for the industry to kind of raise attention to itself that takeout and delivery is the only game that they have right now to provide some level of income till we get to the other side of this. But I, you know, I think there's, I do share your concerns a little bit that um, uh, it, we could overload the system. But, um, you know, I think that's, that would be kind of in the Canadian style kind of fun. We'll get through that as well, too. But it's, it's an incredibly important uh, awareness issue that the public know that restaurants, a lot of restaurants, are doing takeout and delivery and um, are there to serve them through this um, this crisis. I saw some criticism of it, somebody suggesting that it's forcing restaurants that might otherwise close and then be available or be eligible for more financial help. It's forcing them to stay open and to keep a staff and perhaps keep staff in kitchen areas where physical distancing is very difficult. What do you say to that? Ah, you know, I think I think the staff that want to work, um, they're, they're doing the, uh, the wage subsidy to 75%. So it's actually uh, helping the business owner another way is bringing back staff or keeping staff working because they're going to need that staff when they start up. So I think there's two sides to that, Jill. Mm-hmm. Um, it does, you know, there's not much right now in the equation for business owners and covering their property taxes and rent. This provides a little income towards those sort of fixed costs. And uh, what we're seeing is that with the CERB funding, so the ability of the $2,000 a month for employees, uh, employees are being very discerning whether they want to work or not, and that's all about safety and being comfortable. So, there's, again, it's in the middle there somewhere. But I think that most restaurant owners uh, want to do this. They want to serve their community. They want to keep their brand vibrant and alive because when they come back, they want to be remembered as that restaurant that was there. Uh, and a lot of restaurants are doing some great stuff in terms of helping, um, you know, first responders and uh, delivering foods to hospital for the workers. So there's another function uh, to all this just by keeping them open, just as opposed to just having, you know, tonight, takeout night. Mm, Definitely. Uh, Can restaurants that don't traditionally do takeout or delivery, can they break even doing this? No. 
No, um, especially when there's a couple. Of, one big factor against it is the high cost of Uber Eats, Skip the Dishes, and DoorDash. I mean, they charge the restaurant 25%. And so we're trying to change that because it, there's just, once that happens, there's very little margin left for the restaurant. And now you're starting to see those companies maybe starting to bring their prices down. In California, they legislated the prices, that, that commission down to 15% because they realized that the restaurants were being held hostage. So uh, if we get that out of the way, there is a little bit of margin there, and it does contribute. As I said, you know, better to have those assets performing something in terms of cash to contribute as opposed to just being closed up and their, the bills are mounting with you know, rent and property taxes. So um, they certainly can't break even. Uh, Traditional-style restaurants that you and I would know to go dine in, they won't be able to break even, but it does bring in some cash and employment. And just before I let you go, you mentioned that, and there's been a lot of talk about the the percentages, the high cost that a lot of the delivery companies are charging. So until maybe they reduce that or that changes, would you encourage people, if they can, to pick up the food, even though that means going in? It's tough, right? I know. I I, I knew you were going to ask that question. (laughs) I mean, I guess if you're downtown and you can go close and just get it and go, uh, for sure. Um, if you're out doing something, you can always just pick it up. Um, but, you know, we certainly would prefer that people keep their distance and stay at home, um, even though that the high cost of commission until you straighten that out, because that isn't the spirit of, you know, of uh, what, you know, the, our uh, chief medical officer wants us to do. But the other cool thing I got to say is that you can now order from your favorite restaurant. You can order alcohol. So your favorite beer, wine and spirits. And we're seeing, you know, a lot of those restaurants emphasizing local products, which is great. So that just kind of keeps people at home even more so. So um, I hope everybody can order in tonight, order some of their favorite liquor, uh, have a party online like the Canadian does at 5 (laughs) o'clock, and uh, we'll see how we go here.